Hi and welcome to episode 109 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I am the founder of This Reportage and This Reportage family, and I'm a photographer too. It's always a delight to talk to the fab Yanina Brocklesby, so it was just awesome to have her on the podcast this week. Based in the UK, Yanina is a multiple reportage and story award winner, and as well as being a very talented photographer, is just a lovely, lovely person. If you've ever had the pleasure of meeting her, I'm sure you would agree. Yanina shares so much in the episode, including deciding to make a big change in her life to do something she loves, what makes a good wedding photographer, why she enjoys shooting as a duo, cooking and her dislike for chocolate, editing, conferences, networking and the importance of continuing to learn and much, much more. Before we get on to Yanina, just a quick mention that today, the 24th of March 2022, is the last day to submit to our current round of awards on both our wedding site, This Reportage, and our family site, This Reportage Family. The deadline is 2359 GMT on 24th of March 2022. All the best if you're entering. Please also note that this interview was recorded on the 16th of February 2022, so please excuse us if there are any time-related things in our discussion that may be a little out of date now. Right, over to Yanina. Hey Yanina, how you doing? Hey Alan, I'm good, how are you? Yes, I'm I'm really good actually, thank you, yeah, really good. How's things with you? And where in the world are you at the moment? Because aren't you like up in Scotland or something? At the moment, yes, so I've got a few allotments up on the west coast of Scotland, so I'm here for a week or so. Mm, nice, actually a few allotments, so, yeah, multiple. Uh, Three. Uh, it's just a small venue, which basically they kind of tend to bring photographers for a week or so because it's the middle of nowhere. So they provide accommodation and everything. Oh, wow. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's quite nice. Managed to bring cool. my kids as well. So Oh, that's nice. Nice mm. little family break. Yeah. How did you get in? Did you get in with that kind of hotel that does it then? How did you get those gigs? Um, so basically throughout the lockdown, uh, my good friend Nadine, who you interviewed ages ago as well um she had a big wedding here and uh, they need well bigger wedding um and a few allotments and she just asked me if i want to come along with her so i did for a couple of weeks and uh, we kind of swap around now whoever's free and however's available and mm. come here now and again nice that's cool scotland's scotland's lovely place lovely in the world ah, cool You're nice scenery are you near the coast then yes so it's a beautiful little venue on the west coast it's got gorgeous beach and uh, it would be perfect but obviously at the moment it's uh, the weather really is not that great so uh, it's a bit more challenging i get yeah it's awful down here in cornwall as well it's just been chucking it down for days actually mm, i feel whole country is affected at the moment but hey, oh yeah are you gonna get storms in, uh, you're gonna get storms in scotland aren't you oh don't i know i know i'm i'm a little bit dreading it because uh it, i've got i've got allotment tomorrow which is supposed to be quite quite heavy rain mm. and then friday i think is the worst day and i'm coming back sunday and then flying to dublin yes cool can't wait for that so this episode is going to come out after doc day but so but so we'll have to pretend well we won't have to pretend i'm sure we had a great time well look yeah let's not talk like <laughs> <I'm sure>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <sure>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking forward to seeing you again you need there it's coming mean, i only saw you a, a few months ago at the tir christmas uh, party that was fun but looking forward to seeing you again um this will be your first doc day won't it yes it will be i'm, I'm really looking forward to it mm, it's gonna be great it's gonna be great so yeah how far away from you home are you at the moment then because do you live in is it Lytham st anne's is that how you say it Yes, so it's living St. Anne's, just outside Blackpool. So Korea is about six hours drive. Oh, wow. Um, 
So it is, a, it is a bit of a drive, but you know, it's really, it's really pleasant drive because the second you kind of hit the Lake District and all the way up for Glasgow and up to Scotland, it's just gorgeous views. So as long as the weather is okay, it, it's actually a very pleasant drive. I don't mind it at all. Genuinely, I like driving. So yeah, I was going to say that you do, you do like driving, yeah. Mm, I do. I'm. A, I think I find it quite relaxing, and I find a little bit of me time when I'm in a car on my own. I can listen to music or podcasts or mm. anything similar. I get that. I like that I'm at the end of a wedding, and myself. you're trying to not drive. Yes, I'm trying not to drive too fast. Oh, right, too fast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I find it after wedding quite relaxing when because you still got music booming in your ears and and. I find it quite chilling and needed. I couldn't just go straight to bed after after shooting all night. Yeah, that is true, isn't it? Are you one? Do you often drive back on the night of a wedding then, or do you stay nearby in a hotel, or do you drive back home? I, I, I often drive back, which mm. probably is not the most sensible thing to do. But I know that I'm quite awake. Or if it's a really, really far away wedding, like if it was here in Scotland, now I was finishing at midnight, then I probably would drive two three hours just to calm myself down and get the kind of excitement adrenaline uh calm down and then i would have a nap just to be safe really yeah that's why i get that as well i I always go the day before yeah me i go the day before but i I always drive back the night of the wedding now yeah i have done for the last couple of years i just i like driving at night as well i just prefer that and stopping at mcdonald's like 3 a.m and stuff it's all good Of course, of course. <laughs> do it's you do that? on the road, though, in the middle of the night. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Not McDonald's. Really? I don't do remember last time I had McDonald's. I know. Um, yeah. What I, do I don't you stop for then? Because McDonald's seems to be like the coffee. only kind of hot food that's open twenty four hours. It's probably coffee, because um, I probably will have some donuts in the car from the wedding, so anything that oh cool <laughs> nice <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's all good wait well, i'll have to treat you to a mcdonald's in uh dublin uh Nina. because you very oh, very kindly good. treated me to uh one at nine dots that was so kind i was so hungry as well and you just appeared there oh. that, that burger was so <laughs> awesome that was one of the kindest things that's ever happened in my entire life so thank you for that it was awesome oh. Oh, my pleasure. That was a, yeah, I forgot about that, actually. Yeah, <laughs> oh. just, it's so cool. Oh, I love that. It's awesome. Um, yeah, so I'll <laughs> treat you back uh, in Dublin. We'll, we'll do it. Although it would have already happened by the time people listen to this. So hopefully I, I followed through with that. And uh, yeah, all good. I'll, cool. I'll, I'll keep you to that. <laughs> okay, definitely, definitely. Um, so, Yanina, and and that's a good thing to yeah. say as well. I've been saying your name incorrectly for the past few years. So, yes, it is Yanina, it is not Janina. That's right, isn't it? That's correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's good. Sorry. Sorry. I was saying your name incorrectly for so long. It's so. It's a. I think it's quite often my fault because uh, in my previous work, people were quite lazy with my name, and then I got a little bit lazy because I found it easier just not to explain. Oh, it's like Janine, but you you know it's A on the end, and just read it as Y, Um, and just people start to say Janina and I got used to it myself um and then people call me Jay as well all right so, yeah, yeah so really they should like call you do make should... oh okay good 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 well I'm definitely going to say it correctly going forward so that's that's good I wonder if there'll be quite a few people listening to this and they'll be going what what I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a revelation. It's a revelation. Well, I'm absolutely um, fine with Janine. I'm absolutely fine with Janine. I'm so used to it that, you know, it's yeah. uh, it, it's probably close family and friends call me Yelena. Okay. Well, they're both lovely. Both lovely names. Um, but I, I'm going to go with Yelena. Yelena. Um, and you mentioned your previous job there. So I wanted to just, you know, let's start from start from the beginning, Yelena. And how did you become a photographer? Because you, you, you used to be a dentist, didn't you? Yes, yes. So I had a pretty serious job. Um, very serious. Had, yeah. How did I become a photographer? Do you know, I actually really loved photography as, as capturing memories. And I was always probably the one with the camera as a kid, really, as a mm. teenager. Um, so I've always enjoyed it and I always loved black and white. Um, I think in my family, my family is quite arty. Uh, my grandma still has the gallery, art gallery with paintings. My brother finished art school. So it's a lot of that has been in the family. And then I had this, this serious job and I was, sounds really horrible, bored of it, being doing things I really don't like, even though it was good money. I was very stressed. I wouldn't call depressed, but I was quite snappy at times because I just didn't enjoy what I was doing. I can't imagine um, you being snappy. And I had obviously... Really? Yeah. <laughs> You're so friendly. guys right now. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh, I can't be snappy, sadly. I think we oh. all have got that somewhere, don't we? Oh, we do. Yes, oh, we definitely all do. We definitely do, yeah. Well, so, yeah, it must have been a stressful job. What was it like in general just being a dentist then? Was it? What was, I just find it very interesting, actually. Yeah, what was it like? Um, <laughs> you know, people ask me, I always say, people spitting in your face. <laughs> it's pretty much, you feel like it. it's... Sometimes it was very rewarding when people really took on board what you said and look after themselves and took on board the advice you're given. But very often it was quite unappreciative and working for system as well is slightly different because you've got certain rules you have to follow and you just can't give everything to anyone um, because the, the, the things will go after you. Um, yeah, so it, it could be, it was very stressful at times, even though the money was good. Uh, you know, we all enjoyed that part of it. I was just too stressed. And I had two children and my little boy, uh, he's got, he's autistic. So he needed some extra attention. Right, sure. And I felt always awful, like having some time off work and things like that. And I just, frankly, I, it's all because of one of my good friends now. We were on holidays, uh, met her on holidays on Lanzarote. And we're sitting by the pool and I was moaning to her how much I don't want to go back to work after my maternity leave. And, uh, and she said to me, I mean, why don't you, you know, why don't you do what you like? And I, by the time I got back home, I signed myself with some online courses, got myself a camera, and I thought, I've always loved photography. Why not? Wow, that's cool. That's cool that you just went for it. It must have been, I mean, because I remember when I quit my day job as well. It is scary. It's scary. And especially you having such a good income from being a dentist, that must have been, that must have been pretty yeah, scary. Yeah. I mean, I still went back part-time at that point, but mm -hmm. in my head, I just I just wasn't there anymore so I thought right I need to just now build my business while I'm working and eventually drop the job which I did actually was um I think the the weekend before the first this is Bebotash party the Christmas party oh was it I remember just being on the train oh. thinking wow that's a Monday I'm on the train <laughs> going to London instead of sitting in my practice Wow, gosh, that's a big deal doing that. It's so much respect for you for doing it. As I know it's such a scary thing, but it's it's such a great thing to do as well. And life is so much more about that. Kind of, it's so much more than just a regular income, isn't it? It's so much more. Absolutely, absolutely. And as scary as it is, it's probably the 
best feeling ever as well. Mm. Um, and funny enough, not long ago, I bumped into one of my colleagues who, who still does what he does. And, and he said some wonderful things to me, you know, how happy he is for me and how uh, kind of not jealous, but envy he is that I'm doing what I love. And I thought, wow, and I used to look up to you and, you know, it was quite moving for me, I have to say. Oh, that's cool, Yanina. That's that's really cool. Um, and my wife's going through something similar at the moment. So she quit her NHS job like six weeks ago. So she's only got two days left now. And, and that's, uh, yeah. Joseph working for NHS, eh? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So, yeah, I mean, that was one of the side benefits of the pandemic for us is that she started a private practice. Um, she actually diagnoses yeah. autism in children, uh, fully. Uh, yeah so she does um but so she started a private practice and she's and that's going really well you know touch wood so and she's been so stressed with the nhs stuff yeah so it's exciting well that's the thing you've got targets and you've got so many things to follow working for nhs it can be very very stressful well Mm. it is very stressful Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, mm. um, so yeah, no, thank you. That's cool and good on you. It's awesome, and you've done so so well as well. And so then, when you started like learning about it, taking courses and stuff, you know, how did how did you then start your business? You know, how did you get your first weddings and things? Tell us, tell us about that. Um, so my first wedding was actually one of kind of my friend getting married, as you do. Mm. and I've asked her, oh, do you have a photographer? And she said, yes, I do. His name is Kieran, you know, uh, I can introduce you to him because she knew that, that obviously I want to build my business. And she said to me, you know, come come to my wedding, you know, take some photos, do whatever you wish. Uh, and obviously I spoke to Kieran at the time and he was very kindly, super helpful and helped me a lot uh, on the beginning and took me for some of his second shooting jobs. Oh, that's cool. uh, and I got loads of lots uh, advice from him. He retired now, so uh, you know he's he, a wonderful human being who basically just let me let me shadow him. Um, and then I think, yeah, it was just one of those where just ask local photographers for second shooting geeks, and uh, um, I was doing some photos because again, the friend who was getting married, she she also was a model, so she was doing some fashion show for bridal shop, and she said, just come along, take some photos there, and then that happened. The local newspaper wanted the, these photos, and kind yeah. of one thing went to another and I met a local photographer who I worked with second shooting for about a year um which was great amazing experience just to see what can happen on a wedding um I wouldn't change it for the world really even though it was a really crazy year because I think we shot about 50 weddings or even more wow gosh um yeah but it was very different style than to what I wanted because he's very he's a very good photographer amazing studio photographer but very traditional mm-hmm. yeah. uh, very posy very very much orientated in that kind of way and he's got you know fantastic clients loving his work but it wasn't me mm-hmm. so obviously it came to, to the point where I thought I need to um find my own little world really and then I came across you no <laughs> That was a while ago, wasn't it? Was what year was that? That, that workshop. Twenty seventeen. I think it was twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, it might be twenty seventeen. Wow. 18. Yeah. I mean, this, the last few years is one mix, isn't it? Yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah. But you were kind of advised not to come to my workshop, weren't you? I did. I did. <laughs> so basically, he sends me a link to your workshop, saying, "Look, you pay X Y Z amount of money, and you don't even 
come out with a with a model shoot with any photos and I thought <laughs> after reading what you do and what you teach I was like oh my gosh this is what I've been looking for that's what I wanted because I always wanted the lifestyle kind of photos documentary approach name it however we wish um so yeah at that point i think I've, the second i read about the, the workshop i've messaged you and and i signed up oh that's cool and the rest is history <laughs> <laughs> oh it was so lovely meeting you back then and we've um we've been friends ever since it's really cool and it's just great hearing your overall story there because you just really went for it and i think that's just really inspirational you know you had that life decision that you weren't happy doing what you did and like you really went for it i think there might be some people listening you, you know, are in that position in a job that they're stressed at, but they're scared of quitting or don't really know what to do. And it's great to hear how you just went for it, approached people, learned second shots, um, got so much experience and, and just rocked it. Oh, thank you. I mean, you have to, I think, like if you really, really want something and you really want to change, not only for yourself, but for your family as well, for your children. Mm. Um, you, you, you just have to, even though it was very, some of the things were very much of my comfort zone. I remember going first time to London uh, and I've never been to London on my own at that point. And I had to make my way from Houston to wherever. And it was so scary, you know, mm. I was thinking, what am I doing? And but the photography world, it's, it's such a wonderful world that actually the, the amount of help there and advice and, you know, Oh, let's, so what you don't know anyone just meet me at under the clock on Houston station and we will go together. Mm. Uh, there's phone number ringing me and I'll guide you. And, and that's how I found amazing friends as well. Oh, that's cool. Um, isn't it? Yeah. If there is a will, there is a way. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And you're so right about it being such a friendly, great, helpful community. And, and obviously there's loads of different photographer communities around. And But but generally they're all just lovely, full of lovely, like-minded people who are just really into helping each other, aren't they? They're fab. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the, the last two years even brought us all closer together and showed how close together we are as a community, how we support each other, how we help each other if one falls poorly or whatever happens. It, yeah, it's very, I think we're quite lucky in, in the way community works. Yes, we are, aren't we? Yeah. I wonder if there are many other industries like it that are so kind of helpful of each other. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. I mean, it's really cool. Um, I've missed the physical side, though, of not meeting up over those, um, you know, Corona times. So it's it's lovely. I mean, we saw each other recently at Nine Darts and the TIR party, and I'm sure we're going to have a fab time at Doc Day. All those hugs. Oh. Oh, hello. 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 <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> <laughs> oh, do you like Guinness, by the way? Do you, drink, do you drink Guinness? No, I don't know what happens. Oh. But do you drink Guinness? No. No, nor me. We don't like it. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, neither of us drank Guinness at Doc Day. We can probably say then. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure we would have drank other Absolutely. stuff. Mm. It's, yeah, probably we will. <laughs> <laughs> um, touching upon you, you know, your inspirational starting your, you know, your what you really want to do, which is awesome. Um, your dad said to you to chase dreams no matter how old you are. Is that right? Can you tell us a bit more about that, about him? He did, yes. So my dad, uh, my dad always chased his dreams. Really, I have to say, he he always thought you're never too old to do whatever you wish in life. And uh, I would say he he was huge inspiration for me. And probably him passing away three years ago had also massive impact on how I approach life in general. How memories are important, as cheesy as it sounds. Mm. Photos and videos is all we have left when people go. Um, 
so yeah so he always he always told me you know do whatever whatever you feel is right whatever makes you happy and uh, the money is not everything and he wasn't the richest man on the planet by all means um but he was happy and that's and that is rich isn't beautiful it? in my eyes mm, yes yeah yes. i totally agree with that that's awesome that's awesome that he gave you that um yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. and he loves photography. He 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 had many cameras in the life. To be honest, many things he loved. I kind of followed cooking. Mm. He you know he was actually a chef. So oh really? Uh, wow. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet so, you had good uh, food growing uh, up then. Yes, and I love cooking as well. I have to say it's my oh, it's a little my happy place. I'm a feeder. Oh, <laughs> oh that's cool. I like feeders. That's all good. <laughs> what do you what do you do you cook like fresh stuff most days and things then? Yeah, I do. If I've got time, I do. And I like buying fresh ingredients as well, proper fresh, um, which comes with a price at times. But uh, uh, yeah, I like picking things and making my own pasta and things like that. Oh, really? From scratch? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, I wouldn't even have a clue how to do that. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. If I've got time. If I have time. Yeah. That's very, that's really cool. I do all the cooking in our house, um, but I just oh, do. do yeah, but I do. Yeah, but only very simple stuff, you know, like spaghetti bolognese and, and not fresh. I don't make my own spaghetti and stuff. That would be awesome. I'd love to do that. That'd be cool. Um, it's not that hard. It's actually not that hard. I tell you what, I can't do. And I've seen a lot of people doing during COVID is doing a proper sourdough bread. That's something I've not tried and I really want to do. A what? I can't bake. That's something I can't do. The bread. Oh, bread, right. Oh, okay, right. Bread, yeah. yeah. Loads of people. I saw loads of people posting pictures of the breads throughout oh, COVID yeah. times and learning how to bake bread. Something I can't do. I don't bake. Oh, okay. Well, I can't do that either. So don't worry. I can do hardly anything. I, I have a repertoire of about five meals that we just kind of rotate every week. <laughs> but the, the one thing I love to do, though, I love to do a Sunday roast. I do love that. I love that. Oh, you can't beat Sunday roast. That's... Uh, mm, it is awesome, isn't it? I like roast as well. So yes. whilst on the subject of food, though, you 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 love to cook, but I heard there's one thing that you don't like, and you don't like chocolate. Is that even is that for real? That is for real. I like the Lindor balls. That's the only chocolate I like. <laughs> I was going to ask. I've, I've, got it, I've got it next to me here. What about Lindor? Because I love Lindor. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only. That's the only chocolate and the balls ones. Yes. So that's the chocolate I love. <laughs> And okay. the yeah, I'm not I'm not keen on chocolate. I never was a chocolate addict, and I don't really like it. Wow. I don't know why. It's no, I think you're the only person yeah. in the world, you Nina. Maybe the only person in the world. <laughs> A few people say to me, "It's like really, yeah, it's it's." Uh... But my waist doesn't show it though because I eat far too much pizzas. And nothing, so. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, it's cool that you're saying about the Lindor balls. I I love them, so I I often get them for Christmas, like off my sisters and stuff. It's cool. yes. But um, have you ever tried Hotel Chocolate's pe peanut butter chocolates? No. Oh, honest. Do you like peanut butter in general? I do like peanut butter. Yes. Oh, wait, you, well, I guess oh. if you don't like chocolate, but these peanut butter hotel chocolate chocolates are the nicest things. They are so good. Honestly, they're so good. Um, Sounds yeah, interesting. I, it must be nice to mix with sweet and salty. Yes, it is. Honestly, it's it's like perfect. It's awesome. Um, and talking of peanut butter, I have for breakfast every morning. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about this, but I might as well. Every morning for breakfast, I have uh, Greek yogurt with, and I just put peanut butter in it, and it just mix it all up. It's lovely. Really nice. I think I've 
seen it on one of either you've mentioned it on a podcast or on, on your Facebook. Oh, I yeah, I did say, I tried it and it was it was very tasty. Oh, good. You liked it. Oh, good. Yeah. Yes. It's so nice. You know, I get I get excited <laughs> at nighttime thinking of waking up the next morning to eat it. It's that sad. Yeah, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, you mentioned pizza there. You love a pizza. What's your favorite pizza then? I'm quite easy pleased. You know, I, I do like just a lovely margarita with some fresh with fresh basil on it. Um, but nice. any pizza really will do. Yeah, I just love pizza. <laughs> any yeah. pizza will do. That's good. No, that's cool. Yeah, it it's, is a great it's food. Bad pizza. It's pizza. I just don't say no to pizza. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like pizza. <laughs> it is so lush, though, isn't it? You know, I didn't have it till I met Oni till I was like eighteen, nineteen or so. Never had pizza, and then it was like, wow, this is really? amazing. Yeah, because my parents never had it. I think so. It's um, you know, you eat what your parents have, and yeah, good. True. True. Um. Okay, Yanina, let's go. Uh, let's go back to photography. I don't. Whilst on the subject of pizza, I love um Domino's Tandoori Hot. Have you ever had that? Uh, I don't know if I did actually. But I don't mind chicken with different spices in a pizza. Uh, what do I normally get from Domino's if I get Domino's? Uh, I think it's Veg Aroma. Oh, well, that sounds good. Uh, yeah. With some different the Domino's on spices are nice on pizza. Mm, They're quite tasty. Nice. Do you make like? We're going to be hungry your... after this. I know that's so true. <laughs> do you like make your own pizza bases at home and stuff? I started, um, but I don't have a proper pizza oven or anything like that, which is on my shopping list, maybe one day for the summer to, to have something like that in a garden to be able to make proper, proper pizza. Right, um, yeah. But, yeah, pizza is more something which I eat out or at weddings or, like we said before, or after, wed after wedding, most likely, that would be something more likely I will have. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All good. I love that. We are, you are making me really hungry though. So let, <laughs> yeah, let's check. We're probably making everyone feel really hungry. Let's uh, let's go back <laughs> to photography. Um, yeah. So Yanina, let's go to a technical one. Well, it's not super technical, so don't worry. Um, yeah, I don't often ask uh, equipment stuff, but it's interesting. Do you, do you have a favourite lens or a favourite focal length for your for your wedding coverage? I do love twenty five. Um, nice. I've got Sony Batis 25, uh, and that's just beautiful storytelling lens. Um, so probably I would say that's my favorite. Ah, uh, cool. And yes. then same with me, exactly same lens as well. I love that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a gorgeous lens, isn't it? I, uh, I, I shoot a lot on it. Uh, I, for, for details, things like that, I do like 85, although recently I've got uh, 50. Ah, uh, cool. Which again, it's a, uh, it's nice in between. Uh, I like that one as well, which I never thought I would. Um, but I've put it on one wedding just to see, oh, let's just play a lot with it. And the size of the room was perfect. And I have to say I've enjoyed that as well. But 25 for sure. It's nice. um, probably 70% of photos is on that. From oh, that's case. cool. And really similar to me as well. Yeah, I love that. So which Sony cameras are you using? Uh, I've got a 7 So nothing too fancy. It's oh, still great camera. It's a little yeah. bit outdated now. Um, but it does the job. I just wish oh. it was silent. It's uh, it, oh, it right, feels yeah. it's too loud. Mm. Are you it thinking of gonna? Are you gonna change? It's so expensive to change, though, isn't it? As well, and things. So it is. It is, and uh, there probably will be a point where I'm gonna want to upgrade. Um, but not yet, and probably not this season as well. So maybe yeah. after after this summer. 
It's just, like you said, it's so expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totes. Totes. Oh, I can't believe I just said that word. Totes. That's awful. Sorry. <laughs> I apologise to everyone listening. I actually said that word. <laughs> and talking of your 25 mil, do you get quite, you, you know, do you get quite close when you're shooting with a 25 mil? I do. I do. And I think the way I speak to my couples before the wedding and explain to them that I will be close with my camera and I come quite early probably for the bridal morning to get them used to me being there quite close. I am one of these annoying photographers who will be on the bottom of a table and that close. Yes. That's cool. But I try to do it this as well. Yeah, yeah, but then you get the best shots yeah, I, that way, don't you? It's so much more intimate. You do, yeah, and they've got so much more feeling to it as well. And the, mm. the same with a dance floor. Um, I, I don't photograph them outside. I, I get in, you know, often I'll get knocked over or <laughs> drinks spilled on me, but that's fine because it feels you photograph from within, not from outside. Mm, that's so true. That's cool. Yeah, that's great. I, I love those. Just that, those just real small snippets of great advice, I think, and just can just really elevate your shooting. I really, I really can. Um, okay, Yunin, I like this question as well. Have you made any really memorable mistakes ever? Oh, in photography. Um, well, could be any. Or you could yes, talk about some dental mistakes. Oh, no, go on. <laughs> oh, maybe not. No, that one might cost me a lot of money. <laughs> um... <laughs> Do you know, once when I was still Nikon a couple, couple of years ago, it was very easy to switch from RAW to JPEG. And I was second shooting and halfway through the day, I've realized that most of the wedding I shot on JPEG, uh -huh. which maybe nowadays with Sony wouldn't be such a major issue. But it wasn't then as well. The, the photographer, he said he was absolutely fine. He didn't have to do much work to the photos, thankfully. Um, but the feeling inside was just awful. Uh, knowing that the, I switched from RAW to JPEG. And I had one camera failing on me during the wedding, during ceremony. Oh, no, what proper just fail? Yeah. Yes. Just, just, and they, they stop working, don't they? You can't, they just, you, you're not, you can't take photos anymore at all the way the camera was set. So, thankfully, I was working uh, with Jawat and with sign language, I showed him that I'm dead, that I'm just pretending at that point taking photos, so he took over. Um, <laughs> oh, that was lucky you had both of you then at that point. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I had the second camera as well, but it was a crucial moment where I was like, I need to just, you know, the ceremonies, when the civil ceremony, it's so fast at times, you know, they 10, 15 minutes. Um, so that time I had a bit of a uh-oh moment, but it was Ooh. fine. It, it, you know, I didn't lose anything, which was the main thing. I didn't lose anything. It was just a couple of probably seconds where I was like, right, we need to change where we are and sort yeah. it out. But it was wow. like, that was good. You thought on your feet straight away and sorted it. That's cool, though. That's cool. Oh, scary, that kind of thing, though. When um, Scary. Yeah, yeah, that's why I wouldn't go with one slot camera for that reason no. that I've been there and it's like, just no. Yeah, yeah, they totally get that. Yeah, same with me. No judgment on those who do, though. <laughs> no, 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 they're cool. Risk takers. No. <laughs> yes, I live on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> oh no that's cool yeah so i just shoot with like um i never change cards either you know so i just have two like two five six gig cards and never change cards or whatnot and yeah yeah same i don't want to touch them in a, during the day if i if they in they in and i'd rather just leave them there for all day so i don't i don't touch them all day as well yeah, so i do cool. buy quite large cards like yourself yeah, makes sense, doesn't it? And you don't have to worry really about a card. I know I understood in the olden days where people would get lots of smaller cards because if one card failed, then you wouldn't lose like the whole wedding. But now we shoot to two card slots, you know, you, you mitigate that anyway. So it's all all good. 
Um, cool, you need let let's change ta- let's change tack. Do you watch much mm-hmm. Netflix or movies or anything? <laughs> Do you know what? that question I was slightly dreading because yeah. I don't. <laughs> oh, great. Good. Well, that's good. We'll still play it anyway. <laughs> there we go. I don't really. I think with all the weddings we had uh, last year, uh, the backup of, uh, of uh, 2022 and uh, just far too many, too much time behind the screens and away from TV, I didn't really have much time to watch um, Netflix. Oh, so are you not I've, a I've seen some little who? series. Okay, you're not a photographer who puts like Netflix on in the background whilst you're editing or anything then? No, because I would just do it super slow and I would focus on TV rather than editing. (laughs) I know, I'm totally with you there. I don't know how these, I wish I could do that. It's awesome people do it, but I don't know how they do it. You know, I even find it hard even to have music on when I'm editing. I just, you know, I just have silence generally. Yeah, I'm. Uh, often I will have some like chats with my friends on the on the call. Uh, oh, I, I can cool. do that. Obviously, again, after COVID, we've learned to do that. Uh, so it's kind of co-working at this point. If two of us is editing, and you know, we can chat, and, and if we have any problems, we can screen share and things oh, like that. Cool. So it, I do that quite often in a day, mm. um, and I try not to edit in the evenings because I've kind of promised to to myself to spend that time with my kids mm. and. Yeah, I'm saying it, but this year, obviously, the amount of work took a little bit over, so... Yeah, it's been a bit of an extraordinary one last year, though, wasn't it? How many did you end up shooting last year, then? Uh, I think 72. What? 72? Yeah. Wow. Some of that were very short. But still, still, that's still so 72 different shoots. That's a lot, you know, that's awesome. Wow. Wow. Cool. Drinks on you in Dublin then by the sounds of it. Don't worry. No one will, everyone who, will, when they hear this, it'll dock day would have been over anyway. So no one will be able to come up to you and just beg well, for true. drinks. <laughs> Well, you lose them. <laughs> yeah. But I know, I know, I'll be able to come up to you in a few days. <laughs> like, so, you Nina, give me, give me a drink, please. I mean, <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> um, but you know, um, it's, it's not something I would do normally. I, I, I try yeah. to cap it to 30 max, and I try not to shoot two weddings in a row because I do tend to stay till finish. Right, do you um, really? Well, what, even like well, 1, 2 a.m. finishes? Yeah. Wow, yeah. Ooh, hardcore. I'm too old to do so that, you need that. I'm too old. I think you're younger than me. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you have more energy than me. No, that's cool that you do that. And But as you're saying, that's really hard to do if you've got double headers, isn't it? If you, It's hard to stay to the end if you've got double header. Yeah. Yeah. I could, you, you couldn't do it when you've got double headers. And, mm-hmm. and more often than not, a duo goes duo. So it's two of us. So it's easier as well to take it easier at certain times in a day or have a bit of more rest. That's cool. Mm. Uh, how have you found? Yeah. Um, how have you found? Because you've how, how long have you been working as a duo now? And you're kind of rebranding, aren't you? At the moment, is that right? Uh, yes, yes. So we're all in the process of rebranding, which hopefully we'll finish soon. Um, so do you know we we met? I think three years ago originally, um, but officially it was last year when we thought let's just let's just do it together. Um, that's cool. Yeah, so was he doing the video originally show. or something? Or was, is he already been photographer? Uh, yes. Yeah, so Joe, 
Jared's doing a bit of both. So he's obviously, if uh, he's learned video over last summer and we've got a few, few of these booked for next year as well. Um, but if he's not doing video, then we're just both focusing on photography, which he's amazing at. So yeah, that's cool. And so is it, you know, for me, I've only ever shot solo. So it's just interesting hearing from you. You know, you've done both. Do you prefer working as a duo then? Is that, it must be, it must be fun. I do. I really, I don't like shooting on my own anymore. Right, sure. I think mm. I just got used to it so much that it's two of us. Um, mm. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You've always got a company there and anything takes a lot of stress away. That's anything cool. goes wrong or, or something, just whatever it is, is just nice to have person to share that with, I think. Mm, I get um, Yeah, it, I found it just, I like the galleries, the way we work together and the way the galleries look and uh, it's, I guess it's quite a good selling point as well to the couple. Oh, yeah. It's mm. two of them. And um, one of each sex yeah. as well, which is another kind of plus point as well. Really. Yes. And we're not a couple, which is, you know, there's loads of people, duos there who are husbands, wives, teams. And uh, obviously mm. we've got Dom and Liam who are family as well. Mm. You know, we probably we're quite unique that, that we live in different parts of the world as well in the UK. Slightly right. different. It's about two hours away from each other. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we met at a wedding, basically. Oh, cool. What, we're both working? Was he doing the videos at all? No, no. So he, we were, I was associating for, for a friend of mine. She was quite heavy pregnant and it was quite a big Asian wedding where um, I needed some help with group photos and she sent him and we just got on like house on fire, had a really good day and then he second shoot for me a couple of times and we just decided to work it together. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, it's really cool to hear. It's um funny you're saying, yeah, you're not a couple. Um, do you ever get asked at the wedding if you're a couple? All the time. All the time. Yeah. It's, it's quite funny because we we both married for 10 years. We've both got two children. So often we'll say, people say, are you married? We go, yeah, two kids. Yeah, just not to each other. And then it's quite <laughs> funny how people have a confusing face. And uh, yeah, but well, very often we will get yeah, of course. Oh, that's cool. That's funny. Cool. Well, you almost managed to distract <laughs> me. You almost managed to distract me from doing this Netflix quiz, but I remembered. So <laughs> that's how we began this discussion. So <laughs> let's do it anyway. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you don't get any. Um, and some of them, I've got some some of the older things anyway. So even if you haven't watched recently, you know, might be okay. Okay. So anyone's listening to this for the first time, I'm just going to say a synopsis, and we're going to see if Yanina can get it. Okay, you ready for the first one? yeah <laughs> no <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> go on okay this is an old movie by the way it's like 20 years old now or something but it's, it's pretty famous okay so an an nypd officer tries to save his wife and several others taken hostage by german terrorists during a christmas party at the nakatomi plaza in los angeles well that obviously is going to be die hard yes boom straight in so that's good though that's good nice that's a good film and do you class it as a christmas film Nina? Oh, absolutely. So yeah. Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's one of these you have to watch once a year, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it is such a great film, though, oh, as well. Classic, it is a great it? film. Yeah. It is. Okay, well, that's great. One out of like one. The one. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that the second one? I've only seen that once or so, the sequel, actually. Yeah, that's okay. my obsession with uh, aviation comes. That's why I'm like, oh, yes, anything airplanes involved, I'll watch that. Oh, right. Yes. I'll ask you about that in a minute as well, actually. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I thought I would distract you again. 
<laughs> okay, the one out of one is good. So let's go to your second one. This one is a series which is more modern. It's had quite a few series now, though. Okay. Um, okay. This Emmy-nominated prequel to Breaking Bad follows small-time attorney Jimmy McGill as he transforms into morally challenged lawyer Saul Goodman. Yes. <laughs> uh, did you ever watch Breaking Bad? No. No, do you never watch Breaking Bad? Really? Oh, that is so good. No, I never watch Breaking Bad, no. Oh, you should watch it. Honestly, it is one of the best series. It is great. Oh, so this was a spin-off series. Um, it's called Better Call Saul. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, oh, gosh. Yeah. That's no, if you, complicated. If you never watch Breaking Bad, <laughs> you're never going to get that anyway. So that's cool. Okay. So it's still one out of two. It's still good so far, you know. Oh. So you, your final one is a trickier one. <laughs> I, I normally leave the third one for a harder <laughs> one. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> So this final one is uh, a more recent movie on Netflix. It's a, I think it was a Netflix made film. Okay. So on the eve of World War Two, a British widow hires a self-taught archaeologist to dig up mysterious formations on her land, leading to a staggering fine. Oh. Um, got Lily James in, I think. No. <laughs> it's just funny noises coming from you. No, I know. I'm trying to think. No, the, no, I've no, no idea. Okay, it's called. Uh, I've not seen it yet. It's called the dig. The dig. The dig. Mm. I think. I've anyway, so that. Yeah, I've heard, I've seen my watch list, but I've not seen it yet either. Anyway, anyway, one out of three is still good. You know, a lot of people don't get any, so that is good. That is good. Head hold high. That is good. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Um, so yeah you mentioned aviation there and so um yeah I've, I, is it right that you started pilot license training is that right i did a couple of years ago um it's again it came from my dad really because he loved aviation and probably when i was a kid he he i was playing more with airplanes rather than dolls because he had loads of models oh, like okay. plastic or metal models he was building and i loved that um and yeah, a few years ago, I thought that, again, it's just something I really wanted to do for myself, not for any any reason, like not, not for career. Um, I wanted to learn to fly. And mm. so I started to start the, the pilot license. Um, but sadly, I had to I had to stop with all the COVID and everything else and the rules and the uh, money yeah. as well. Yeah, but it's not um, cheap, but one day, flying lessons. No, but it's doable you know okay. it's not it's not crazy if uh, if you don't aim for commercial uh flying you know if you just want to fly in a day and, and for yourself it's not actually that bad right, okay. and it's it's easier than you think as well it's easier than driving really really and it's not pleasant <laughs> less traffic <laughs> oh yeah that's true gosh man i can't uh, is it not so have you been up there and taken the controls and everything yeah yes yeah. it's amazing feeling it's it's you know to anyone who likes a bit of feel a bit of freedom you know just get yourself a lesson or trial a lesson and you're gonna love it the the, the feeling in the air in a small plane is like nothing else i would say yeah that's cool were you not scared i was absolutely petrified first time. <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, do you know it's it's my husband got me first lesson on my 30th birthday um and i was petrified but that from then I thought I just I want to do it I want to just try to do something for myself just mm. when I'm old and grumpy I can think I've done something which I really enjoyed and I can yeah. tell my grandchildren about it hopefully that's very <laughs> cool very cool I well, guess hopefully one day I'll be able to finish it that would be cool wouldn't it and then you could like fly yourself to destination weddings or even just avoid M6 yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, maybe I, I, I can see the appeal. I've always fancied. I've never been in one, but I've I, I'd like to go in a glider someday as well. I think that'd be cool. Oh, gliders! That's crazy. No engine. Yeah, oh. but that must feel awesome I, to be that kind of like you know virtually silent up there, and it would be cool. I mean, it's it's amazing feeling up in the sky. Yeah, cool. Very cool. Would well, you want to do um, kind of like parachute jumping, you know, flight, I mean, you know, throwing yourself out of a plane and stuff? Uh, I, I probably would do for charity. Oh, okay, uh, let's let's do it. We're going to hold you to that. Who would do it? Let's oh, hold dear. you to that. You need to do a charity parachute jump. <laughs> yeah, I, would, uh, I would probably do something crazy like that. So. Uh, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. I, I would be too scared, I think. I'm, I'm, I, I think I come across as such a scaredy cat on these podcasts. But I have done scary things in my life. But I am just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, it's easy for me to say it's sitting here, you know, mm. in a lovely cosy cottage. That's true. Yeah. You know, kind of behind a window and probably up there with an open airplane door, I would be very much, oh, don't want to know it. No, I can't imagine that. Brave people who do that. It must feel awesome, though. Um, yeah, let's go back to your photography, Nina, as well. And you've won a story award from us. And I just think it's awesome, just creative, dynamic coverage. It's so good. Can you kind of tell us more about that, about that, about that particular wedding? Um, oh, yes, Wedding Story Award. Um, that was a lovely Indian wedding in Yorkshire. Uh, do you know, I love Indian weddings. They're so much, they're colourful. There's so much people, so many people, so much emotions and, and they're beautiful. Um, it was a couple of years ago. Um, what can I say about this wedding? <laughs> uh, I was second shooting, so I had a bit of more freedom, I would say, to, to move around, I guess, than loads of people who solo shoot as well. Um, again, actually, that coming back to, to working as a duo, when we work as a duo, it, you've got more freedom to be creative, which that's, I think, the part I love the most. Right. Because um, yes. I've always loved second shooting, and that's, I think, where sometimes I feel I've taken the best photos from some of the weddings where I wasn't the prime photographer because I, I don't know if I didn't feel the pressure or didn't feel like I have to do certain things. Mm. Um, but I feel like we've got that in the head that we have to take some photos don't we which mm. really silly at times mm. um yeah so it's been it's a it's from, i'm thinking two years ago i think it must be from two years ago wedding um yeah it was just a lovely wedding I, do you know it, because it's been a while since and so many weddings since um, yeah it's hard to recall i know i guess yeah <laughs> i yeah. mean it's just so and, cool uh, to, just just congrats on that because it's so hard to win a story award um and it's, it's just awesome creative coverage it really is and um anyone listening now I'll, I'll include that um story award in in the post on this reportage.com so do go to it and, and check it out yeah it's just awesome you know yeah really congrats it's a lot that works that it's uh, i think probably the, the story awards are the ones i really really a lot care about mm. um because that's what we're trying to to tell the stories from the wedding so to be awarded from that it really meant a lot to me it's a, if it's a family award or if it's a, a wedding that's that's just wonderful i was so grateful for for that oh, that's cool cool you need and super deserved awesome work awesome work oh yeah as well because you won a family story award was that with dave skulls dave skulls family was it yes it was dave skulls family and i don't know what i was thinking first when i was like oh yeah of course i will do dave skulls you know storyteller of the year and photographer <laughs> yeah. best one in the uk yeah of course i'll shoot your family thinking 
then I remember I arrived and I thought, what was I thinking? Like, oh. you know, oh, the, the pressure in my head, even though Dave is a very good friend, it's just went for the roof first. But I bet, it, yeah. yeah. He made me super relaxed around his house. And it, it, it was lovely to actually see him with his family and Dane alive, genuinely. It's, I think, beautiful, beautiful idea to have family photograph, well, to have you photographed as family, mm. uh, not just having family photos. Yeah. Oh, cool. And that's so great as well. That story award as well. Uh, yeah, that's so cool. Or you could call it. A, you could call it a Dave in the life for him. Dave in the life. <laughs> Dave in the life. Yeah, it's Dave in the life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get that though. That must have been scary for uh, shooting uh, for him. I mean, I've I've shot a few weddings with fellow wedding photographers. Not many, but that I do get extra scared. I know. So I've talked to some people on the podcast, and they say they. They enjoy them more and they don't get scared, but I do. Yeah, so I understand shooting Dave's family would have been scary. It would have been scary. Yeah, it was scary at first, but then I, I really had a great time. And Dave was fantastic as well and saw his oh. family and, and kids. He's such a lovely guy, isn't he, as well? So, yeah, he is. that's cool. Don't tell him that, though. No, no. Yeah, don't listen to that bit, Dave. You probably just heard it, but yeah, ignore that bit. <laughs> um, you know, what? It's a big, big life question here. Um, what does it mean to be successful to you? What is success? Oh, happy children. Oh, that's nice. Straight away, yeah. Mm. I think my, my children smile on the faces. I think that's. I think the most important thing for me, mm. and. Yeah, and obviously happy clients, that's great. Um, not upsetting anyone through what we do. Um, but having <laughs> children, good. I think, is the most. I promise myself for next year not to to make sure that I don't edit when they come back from school and things like uh, that. Just yeah. basically have my work time purely to school time and weekends, obviously, if and when, because obviously our work mostly takes us away for weekends. Because mm. um, I want to make sure that the reason why I left my daytime job what's for them so i want to make sure that i can do that now oh that's super super lovely yeah very very cool and um and i think my wife would totally echo that sentiment that's one of the reasons that you know she's um stopping her nhs work as well as just to be more for them especially when they're at this younger age as well because they're not going to be like at this age forever are they so mm, deal i know they grow far too fast don't they i know how old are yours uh 10 and 7 it's exactly the same as mine, 10 and 7. Yeah. That's weird. They, they grow in class, don't they? It's, um, yeah. yeah, it's weird to have a double-digit child. I know. That that was a big thing for me when when uh, Grace turned 10. I thought, wow, I've got a 10-year-old. Yeah. You know, so it's like, oh, yeah. Eight years. She was happy, and I thought, oh, gosh. I oh, know they're really happy to be at double digits, aren't they? But then, yeah, sad for us. Yeah, it's sad. Um, you mean if you could, there's a random question, but if you could take a pill which would instantly make you a world class expert in something, what would it be? Gosh. <laughs> I know that is a That's a question. That's, a, that's going to be a long pause. <laughs> <laughs> do I actually, you know, I think, do I actually want to be an expert in? No, that's a good. Yeah, you don't have to be. That's a good. That's a good point. I think it's it's the nice, nice sometimes is to seek and learn rather than be an expert. Oh, that's kind of that's very profound, Janina. That it's like well, <laughs> that really is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I wanted to be an expert in anything. 
Well, is it still important? Like, I mean, I think that's really awesome what you said. So is it, is it still important for you now to be carrying, you know, still learning with with your photography and still progressing? And Yes, I, I, I enjoy, I love the part of learning. And I think we learn something from every day, every wedding. Um, True, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And we're going to be listening to some think, awesome talks at Doc Day soon as well. It's going to be inspirational. Yes, I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to 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 Doc Day a lot. Mm, it's yeah. a yeah. There, there's few people who obviously I've seen before on on different conferences, but I know there's some new talks as well. Mm. And there's few people who I've never met before, which I'm very much excited to to hear from. Yeah, and me. It's fair. always where gold nuggets, isn't it? It's even if you hear the same talk few times all the same people there, there's true. something suddenly you will hear a different way mm, it's uh, so true yeah mm. and i'm well, obviously we're big both proponents of education and workshops and conferences and stuff they are just awesome aren't they as i mean just aside from the education side it's that networking and meeting people just being around your colleagues in the flesh is an awesome thing Absolutely, because photography is such a lonely job. Um, mm. Even if you know we're surrounded by a hundred people on the wedding day, we are hiding behind a camera, and then we're behind a screen at home. Um, so having those communities and those conferences is fantastic. I uh, even if I think if you're introvert, it's still important to to have that people around you. Totally. Have you? Do you get nerve? Do you get that social anxiety at all? You know, going to stuff like conferences and that, or are you totally happy? Because you're you're so confident. You come across so confident and so friendly. So I'm just wondering if you still feel nerves or not. Absolutely, I do. And mm. I, I'm gonna admit, this year there was a conference which I was ready to back out from, and I didn't want to go. And I thought, I don't know if I'm ready to see that many people. Mm. Um, but. You know, I, I spoke about it to my close friends. They're like, no, you're coming. There's no way you're not going. And uh, so I did. Mm. Well, yeah, it's great but... that you do. It's great that you push yourself through that kind of thing. And I get that. I feel like that for each one as well. I'll still be nervous going to turning up on Doc Day, I think. You know, it's um, but it's worth pushing through that just bit of uncomfortableness, isn't it? It's It really is. Yeah. Yes. And if there is somebody you already know, it makes it much easier. I think that the, the first trip I had to London for the first ever Nine Dots meetup, I remember a few years back, that was the most scary. But everybody was so friendly. And even if you don't know people, they, they're all so friendly. And there was a few new people this year, I remember at Nine Dots conference, who, when I've asked them if they had a good time and what they found the most useful. And I think the most of them said the people, the community, how friendly everybody is. And... Mm-hmm to anybody who's not sure about going to those places just go you know just go and do it because you will be really surprised not even if you're absolutely quiet mouse don't like speaking to people don't like people just go and see it once and if it's not for you then at least you can say you've tried it so true great advice great advice um yeah and if anyone is going on their own and 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 you see yanina there just go up to yanina and say hey 72 can i have a drink yanina you know and uh... (laughs) Come with pizza. Oh, that would be better start. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> 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 it's going to be after night. After the coffee. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, cool. Um, let's go on to maybe. Yeah, let's let's ask you about your editing, Yanina. Um, specifically, yeah. Can you tell us a bit about how you do yours? Any tips or advice? Anything that you found over the years? That's helped either maybe your overall edit or your the speed of your workflow or just yeah any info on on yours really 
if I'm going to avoid swear words when it comes to editing, I'm probably going to have to be silent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found it a little bit more tricky since I moved from uh, Nikon to Sony, I have to say, and that was a bit of a process of learning. Um, but I do love my black and whites. My black and white with quite high contrast. I just believe in timeless in black and white image. Uh, I believe that if you strip the color away, um, it brings more to the, actually what's happening in image to the emotions. And I wish I could photograph the full wedding in black and white. Mm-hmm. I get um, that. that <laughs> Solve yeah. all that white balance uh, problems so- as well. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> um, so I do love black and white. But when it comes to colors, I like a vibrant color. Again, if there is a color, it has to be a good, strong color. Oh, that's um, did it take you a while to, to get... Did it take you a while to get to your, you know, nail your editing style? Did you try lots of presets and things? And yeah, did it take I a while? I still don't feel like I've nailed it. I think <laughs> still sometimes I feel like that's not exactly how I imagine it maybe on a day. And mm. um, I think here is just me questioning myself a lot of times. as probably quite a few of us do. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's I quite do enjoy deep. editing. You it's do enjoy nice. it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, if it's if it's a nice wedding and I'm happy with, I know the light was good. It's it brings me back to to the wedding and I, and I do enjoy it at that point. But obviously, if it's really challenging and uh, the light and that's at that point maybe it's a little bit harder. Mm. Um, do you yeah. do all the editing? Did um, I? I do. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Okay. Mm. How long does it take you to edit a typical wedding? Because obviously I do it just within the school time. Mm. Well, I, don't know. I never thought about breaking it for hours, but between two of us shooting probably about maybe 12 hours, 15, mm-hmm. something like that. Oh, that's not bad. That's pretty good. I don't use much of a Photoshop. I'm more, because with work I provide, it, it's more true to life. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's probably old more basic editing and oh same with me though yeah, yeah same with me definitely yeah definitely well, that's a good way you del- <laughs> well you end up i think all that you deliver a good product without having to individually you know yeah do all that kind of like cosmetic stuff and um yeah and then you have life as well so i think it's all good i think i'll find it hard to find a fine line at that point um you know where to where to stop and i really admire photographers who do the the fine tune editing I, I don't know how you can call it because i wouldn't know how to approach certain things like some scars or things mm. which you might choose to remove but bright myself well, that's part of me why did you remove it yeah so i will often show things like that and then um my clients will get idea the that I don't do things like that, or I will mention it during a course if there's anything specific, um, and hopefully then they will come with something specific. Like, oh yes, I've got, I've got this. Can you, can you like avoid sure. it or something like that? It will... mm. 
Yeah. And that's a great point, though, as well, about showing images that, you know, that are not all like super airbrushed. And sh- and that's same with me. I show like well, some people say unflattering images, but then I think that helps in kind of like the clients um, who are attracted to my work. Then, you know, I don't attract people who want to look fake and stuff. And so it's all good. Yeah. So I don't get many clients who ask for it because exactly I show quite true to life images and uh, I've got some really funny images from some previous brides and when I delivered them. They were like, "Oh, this is so me." Where some mm. photographers were like, "Oh, I couldn't, you know, this double chin or whatever." I'm thinking, my bride will actually. I've got confidence to like it, although sometimes I'm like, "Oh, yeah. depends on your relationship with a bride." But yes, that's true. No, that yeah, that's cool. Cool. Um, you know, I've just looked down, and it's like it's it's almost an hour, and that has flown by. I know I do say it a lot, but it wow. does fly by, doesn't it? It does fly by. It does. Yeah. Oh, I've so enjoyed talking to you. I've got time for one more question, but I just want to say I've just so enjoyed talking to you, Nina. You're just so fab to talk to. You really are. It's cool. Oh, thank you. I've loved this. I was so nervous, and uh, this is this has been a lot of fun. Oh, Minus it has. Netflix questions. <laughs> <laughs> you still did well there. A lot of people don't get any. No, no, it's still good. And I know I've joked about if people. Um, I go to a conference and Janina is there and, and and say about getting a free drink. But honestly, for real, and not you know, Janina is just so lovely and approachable. So really, do go up and say hello to her. And um, and yeah, you might get a, a you might get a McDonald's out of it as well as a free drink as well on pizza or something. So it's all good. It's all good. Um, but Janina, <laughs> let's I've got time. Let's do one more question before um before we end. You, okay, so let's do a big one. What what in your opinion? No, sorry. <laughs> What, in your opinion, makes a good wedding photographer? You know, yeah. What makes a good wedding photographer? Alan. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what it doesn't. It's not a camera. No, that's (laughs) great. It's not not a super camera or super lens. Um, that's a good answer to that question though yeah yeah but what yeah what does make a good wedding photographer then yeah i agree totally it isn't the camera it's not the lens i think empathy um and being able to understand different people different circumstances um i think weddings are you know even though we photograph a lot of them they are extremely personal moments in life and people react to extreme situation in different ways and as long as we understanding and photograph what's there in front of us uh with empathy i think that's that should make people happy um but that's coming from my style of photography as well uh you know some brides and grooms prefer maybe slightly um more approach when they told what to do on a day which i don't do mm-hmm. uh, i think just being true to yourself and true to your clients that's what probably makes the good photographer you know show what you wanting to photograph show what you love to photograph show what you're good at so then you're true to yourself and true to your clients that is all great advice Nina. i totally agree i know you can't see me but i'm just nodding with a big smile on my face here so yeah that's all great advice really 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 awesome ah you need it awesome that was that was so cool really enjoyed it that was great i'm ready for drink now oh yeah early <laughs> Yeah, 10 past 11 in the morning we're recording this. But yeah, not too early, not too early. It's fine. <laughs> um, we'll, have, we'll have a few drinks in a few days. Although when people listen to this, uh, yes, it will be in the future or not anyway. And I'm sure we did have some drinks and uh, yeah, McDonald's or two. And awesome. And and um, people do head to thisreptiles.com now. I'll include the story award that Yanina spoke about as well. 
and a link through to your site. And yeah, I'm, I'm, thanks so much, Nina. That was really fab. That was an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for having me, Alan. Well, thanks for coming on. You know, it's such a great community you've created. So I'm really feel privileged to be here and speaking to you. Thank you for being such an awesome part of it. You know, it's awesome. Awesome. And I'll I'll see you in a few days. See you very soon. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 109th episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. Yanina is just so fab. Always love talking to her. And I definitely owe her a McDonald's. Hope you enjoyed listening. Head to thisreportage.com for a link to her website and to see the specific story awards she spoke about on the episode too. We now have 109 episodes of the podcast available where we speak to wedding and family photographers from all over the world. Delve into our back catalogue to hear from the likes of Valter Antunas, Franziska Nauk, Stephen Hershaft, Chelsea Canar, Dan Morris, Alka Van Rulo, Sam Docker, Patrick Lombard, Gretchen Yost, Nicole Asteris and many, many more. If you're not a member of this reportage or this reportage family, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 individual award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice from some of the world's best photographers, and much more. At the time of this episode's release, there's just hours to submit to our next award collections. The deadline is the same for both our wedding site and our family site. Submit by 2359 GMT on the 24th of March 2022. No poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now. <laughs>